Classic speech for them. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, that that definitely is classic. You know, like I said, that assault march was major. You know, and I'm looking at this post here that you just posted. Uh, I think yeah, you posted it yesterday. So from January of this year to all the way up to May, you know, the basically this month ending, 76 assaults so far. 76 assaults and like 50 something on conductors. Uh, let me see. Yeah, 57 on conductors, nine on train operators. Wow, car cleaners, TSS has even got the business. Train dispatchers got the business too. Wow, that's um, females, females getting female train operators getting groped, spray paint. Yeah, none of it makes the news. No, none of it makes the news. It's amazing, but it happens. Yeah, it's like uh, twelve to fifteen a month. Yeah, but basically, I really believe that you know our members are starting to wake up and our members are starting to see. Listen, you know. You have to report these things. You know what I'm saying? The thing is this. The MTA know about it. 
if picture if, if 76 trains were not a service from now to um from January to now, it'd be big news to them. They'd be tightening up, they'd be putting out new rules, especially if it's the employees' fault. But being that it's assaults, they not making a big deal out of out of it because they don't want to put us in alarm to show us that we are being attacked. You know what I mean? Like right. it, it's a, it's something real going on out there in the field, right. and that's not even including buses. No, that's not even buses. That's right because definitely it's happening in buses. I definitely know in places like the the Bronx and Brooklyn. Sorry to still say it, but definitely the Bronx assaults are still happening. Yeah. So the number is like I said, seventy six for subways. You add buses, you probably add another 70, you know, at the minimum. Probably at the minimum, yeah. You know what I mean? So you're talking about 100 and something assaults mm -hmm. by now. So you're you you you're not even, you're getting an assault a day probably. Right. And see, it's such a major issue because, number one, because of this whole workers' comp PPO that uh, was just thrown into the contract by, uh, you know, our genius, our, our illustrious union leaders, you know, that are in there now. And then another thing is, is basically um, the service is horrible. You know, basically the MTA knows what they're doing. Governor Cuomo knows what he's doing. You know, he tried to pass the buck on to de Blasio, but I roasted him last week, you know, if y'all if remember. But basically still, it's like they know what's going on, but basically they know that y'all are going to, they know that our members are going to take the blows and take the heat for what they're doing and how they're running the MTA. Well, first of all, the workers comp PPO it seemed like it's a legislative thing, but the union passed it within a contract, which was stupid. Right. You didn't have to agree to it if it was law. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. It didn't have to be put into the language if it was law already, you know? So I, I don't know. Maybe we the guinea pigs of of it, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking, of course. Well, like I said, you know Samuelson's relationship with Cuomo is that basically, you know, he'll do anything. Anything goes, you know? You know how I feel about Samuelson. Oh, yeah, I know how you feel. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> and you know how I feel about Governor Cuomo. Get the fuck out of here! There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They both got to go. Exactly. You know, and then they have the nerve to put out a bulletin. I see somebody posted. It's a brand new bulletin dated May 11th of this year. It says, uh, subject of firearm, weapons, self-defense spray and device prohibited on MTA property. Now, basically, they have the nerve to put out a bulletin and tell you that, you know, you can't, um, that you can't have these things to defend yourself. But basically, I'm saying to myself, you know, how do you take, you know, if it's in the Constitution to where you can bear arms or you can defend yourself or whatever, how do you people put out bulletins to basically go against defending yourself? Well, they could put out whatever they want, but it's up to the union to dispute it. Yeah, you know what I mean. What the, what 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 Richie Davis is saying, what JP is saying, that's important. Very important. You no, know, they need to be saying that. No, my members could carry pepper spray off your property and during their personal time. Yeah, because as a um as a I remember as a letter carrier back in the day before I came here twenty years ago. I'm be and I'm sure they still do. They carry pepper spray for a letter carrier. Yeah, mace is illegal, but pepper spray is legal as far as I understand. Right. So. What's the problem? The problem is MTA is worrying about lawsuits. You know, they feel that if you do something to a civilian, and we all are civilians because we don't have no peace officer status right. or nothing like that, but let's say that you off the clock and you got on a uniform and you go mace somebody or you stab somebody, they go hold the MTA liable. So 
under any circumstance, the MTA is trying to remove all liability. And that's what it is, because basically, when it comes down to it, a letter carrier can do the same thing, and it's post office subject to the same thing, because um, if you mace somebody's dog, a first, now of course, a, 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 a letter carrier is going to be like, well, listen, I felt threatened by this animal. But of course, the animal owner is going to be like, yeah, you full of, you know, you, you know, you're full of it. Yeah. So basically, there's, there's going to be a fight there, and they're going to try to sue the U.S. U.S. Postal Service. So that's what I mean when I say with the MTA, you know, there's some things where it's like, okay, you guys are just so full of shit. You know what I'm saying? Because basically, you know, you guys are so worried about lawsuits. But again, there's so many other things out there with safety where a lawsuit is waiting to happen, you know? Yeah, and um, they don't care about that. They don't care, no. They're they not worrying about us suing. Everything is the public, you know what I'm saying? Right. We could we could do whatever we want to each other, but let somebody from the public complain, then they take full steam ahead. Yeah, because just like you said, these the um the public they tweet the MTA. Like I said, they you know they you know, they go on Twitter and they and they, and they send complaints on on Twitter. And with the MTA say we go look into we it. We go look into it. Yeah. And they don't be bullshitting. No, they be dead serious. Yeah, because there are people who are paid to look you know to look into shit. Yeah, that's why I can't wait for June eighth. <laughs> I'm going to straighten all that out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got a little surprise for them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because my face is flapping at my fucking talking about. <laughs> June 8th is going down. <laughs> they going to see. Oh, okay. Yeah, they going to be put on Front Street. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. All right, well, you know, let's get into our guests. Let's all get right. Into, yeah, all right. All right, everybody. Back to progressive action. We have Mr. Anthony Staley from the Stations Department, shop steward, activist, 20-something years on the job. How you feeling, Staley? All right, he, he, he's looking like the '80s right now. He got he got on a bucket polo hat right now. If y'all can see him, you know. All right, and and, for, and to the first time of progressive action, we have Mr. Charlie Muniz, a cleaner from the stations department. How you feeling tonight? I'm good. All, all right. So, please please tell everybody about yourself and you know how many years you got on the job. You know, basically your bio. Uh, I'm a CTA. Um, actually, at 12 o'clock, I just uh, made three years on the job. That's great. Congratulations. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, I was the first guy screwed. Well, one of the first people screwed under this. Um, oh, five uh, years top pay? Yeah, oh, I was on the first I, class. I feel so Congratulations. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah, so that's always um, stuck under my floor. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's just me. Well, you can blame this administration for that. Oh, definitely, yeah. Oh, they have. I mean, I witnessed it. They don't do anything for anybody but themselves. And uh, even though I've only been here three years, I have eyes, I have ears, and I listen to Progressive Action, and you guys um, are on the money. Thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate what you guys have been doing. Thank you so much, you know. So I want to basically get right into it. I don't know if um, you'd be willing to talk about it now, but what's the issue with I wish John, John Mooney was supposed to be here tonight. I, you know, shout out to John Mooney. You know, the voice of uh, our rallies. The voice know. of progressive. The voice action. of progressive. Action. Who's got the power? We got the power. That's right. But what's the deal with the um? What's the status with that uh, station agent who got in a scuffle with that police officer? Well, as of now, from what I understand, he's still out of service. You know, and I I don't understand this. But uh, yeah, he's still being held out of service and, and it's possibly gonna be out even longer. Uh, right now his, uh, his next uh, court date is the 29th. Okay. And uh, we're gonna see what happened after that. But uh, I don't see why he should even be out even now for, for that matter because uh, it was a, a 
it was like it wasn't like a malicious incident. Number one, and the guy was on his on the job, basically doing what he's been instructed to do by transit, which was doing the, doing his job. They got people out there got so many other uh, stories. I'm sure that's on the, on the police side of it. They got their view of it, but the man was had a customer, and basically he was doing what TA instructs him to do. Yeah, guys, Staley. So um, on that accord, I just think uh, 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 the union should have argued the issue and being more and more definitive about their argument about this man has a family, he has to take care of his family and so forth. And in the meantime, they got to suffer because of uh, a ba basically a misunderstanding that's probably going to come out eventually in, the, in, in anyway. But in the meantime, you mean the fa the, uh, the family of this uh, station agent got to suffer? I mean, if he's the only breadwinner in the household, what about that? Nobody is even thinking about that. You know, discipline is what it is. It's supposed to be discipline. It's not supposed to just devastate you financially. It's not supposed to uh, 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 take a toll on your uh, on your livelihood, your living, the way uh, your you know your family and so forth. You know, so then certain people got to get get it the proper perspective when it comes to discipline. You don't, you're not out here to hurt and kill people like this. You know, it's unfair for a man to sit out, and I'm, and I'm hearing possibly even as long as six months. This is crazy. Now, if, if I can see if we're going to fight, and even if you're fighting for his, for his money back, even if, if he vindicated, even if you're fighting for his money, in the meantime, the damage has been done. The bottom line is the argument should have been put forward that the guy should have been able to be put back to work and work while the while the, uh, the case works, you know, came to uh, you know to whatever decision came up with the case. But the guy shouldn't have to be out there the length of time he's being held out. That's and, true. It's true because you know when a cop shoots somebody, he don't get sent home without pay. Yeah, of course. They just change his assignment, but yeah. he gets his full pay. Yeah, and he stays there until the case is over. So it's like two, three years he on desk duty or whatever the case is. Yeah. The problem is Derek Echeverra, who I'm cool with, he needs to be more in the front on this issue. This is something that needs to be in the media. This is something that we need to stand behind him on as a union because that could be any one of us exactly. suspended for messing with, you know, we wasn't interfering with, you know, police duties. He probably, it's two sides to every story. How did y'all make him um, guilty where he's paying with his livelihood, which will affect him and his family? Right. And see, and, and see, you brought up something, Staley, that, you know, a lot of people don't even think about that. You know, that, you know even though it's um, something that's, you know, known to be in the past, there are still some people who are the sole breadwinner in their household. So, exactly. you know, that's what I mean when I say there's discipline for all members in all departments and RTO and buses and stations and everybody who goes to that plantation down at 2 Broadway. It's like, you know, the union didn't think about the fact that, okay, you know, how are you, how, all this discipline, how is it affecting the members in their households? Because not even just... You know, uh, you, you, you may not be the sole breadwinner, but basically it's like if you got kids, if you're, if you're paying, the, you know, the college tuition, if you're paying, um, you know, regular school tuition, if you, and then if you're out long enough, 
your health benefits Look, get suspended. The, the, that's another thing. Days. The, 30 days. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So that's another thing. What if you're the sole, you know, what if your health coverage is the sole coverage in the household? Yeah, I mean, it's not even, forget about the being a breadwinner. Everybody work to take care of at least themselves. Themselves, exactly. So if you can't, if you're not working, and forget about you being a sole breadwinner, you contribute your money somehow, some way, whether it's you, the sole breadwinner or not. People don't work to volunteer. They work to survive. Right. None of us is rich. Um, a lot of us live check to check. The MTA knows this. The same way the MTA know about assaults. But who's fighting for it? See, the bottom line is this, and is that uh, you have to be more conscious of who you have representing you, bottom line. All, everybody is not cut out to, uh, to do the job as far as being a union rep, being able to, to talk and deal with management. Okay? And a lot of these guys shows it. And if you look around, you see the average uh, education level of, of the people that comes in on this job, right? And, and uh, you got to pick from among the, those people, your coworkers, for those that's going to represent you. And you got to really think about that because this is a perfect example of what I'm saying about uh, you not knowing who you're getting or who you deal with. People rise on people's uh, uh, slates. Slates hide bad people, incompetent people. You know, oh, you, uh, you just run because you're popular, but you don't know nothing. You know, I stood there and listened to uh, a person in a top union position, didn't know certain violations that were done by the current administration. And when I quoted it and told them and told them about it, instantly got mad with me. Instantly got mad with me about it. You know? And it's not my fault. I said, because all you gotta do is just read a book. You know? And you you just don't get up there and talk about I want to represent you. Management, they they well groomed in what they do. You know, they've been doing their, their game, they've been playing their game for years. Until you get somebody in there that can make us change our game or make us change our perspective or how we want to deal with y'all, until we get that, we're going to still do what we do. But that's the problem. Um, they're very defensive when you bring it up. You know, you try to help out, and they don't want to hear it. You mm -hmm. know, they, they fall, uh, everything falls in deaf ears. Uh, they know it all, okay? Nobody knows it all. I mean, we all need advice. Yeah, right. We all need information. Um, these guys, you try to talk to them. When you try to talk to them, they interrupt you. They have plants in the meetings. We've been to the meetings, yeah. and they have plants in there. If I have something to say, what happens, I get shouted down by somebody who's a plant. Uh, it's happened many times. Uh, once again, it happened last week when you were talking, yeah. and uh, that's got to stop. You know, we, We're all members. It doesn't matter if, I'm, if you're a cleaner or you're a bus driver or whatever, whatever position you know, you're in. You're in the MTA. We're all brothers. Okay? One thing that does bother me, and I'll tell you why, and I, it hasn't been brought up. But um, a, car, a car equipment uh, uh, maintenance man, mm -hmm. uh, he died. He died on the job in 207. Yeah. Not yeah, one yeah. mention has been made by this union about this. Not one. But yet when Samuelson's father, who was a not, not related to the MTA at all, when he died, they made this big thing. You saw it on the website. You saw it on Twitter. You saw it on the Daily News. I mean, you know, I mean, I hate when death happens. We all do. But, you know, this was a brother. I never met the guy. But you know what? He was one of us. Right. And, and, then, then, and, and then, sorry to cut no, you off okay. real quick. <laughs> Samuelson's father, it was posted on the union website during the time that we were voting for the contract. So that's also trying to, trying to get sympathy votes for the contract. That's what I thought. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So yeah, I, it, it just really, really looks bad. Um, 
I'll give you another thing. The, the Pena uh, sentencing, all right, I went over there. All right, I never met Mr. Pena, but they were, they were encouraging people to go there. I go over there in the morning, I think it was a Monday morning, and nobody's there, all right? Um, it, it, on the website, it tells, it tells us that uh, at 9 p.m., no, excuse me, 9 a.m., the, the guy who unfortunately killed Mr. Pena was going to be sentenced, so they need as much support, the families as much support from the union as possible. Nobody was there. I waited for about 20 minutes. I finally asked the court officer what's going on. Court officer said that uh, the sentencing was changed to 2.15 that afternoon, that the union was made aware of that the day before. It wasn't posted on the website. Uh, nobody knew about it. So, I mean, this is ridiculous. If we're brothers in arms, uh, when we need each other, we disappear. That doesn't make any sense. That, that whole brothers and sisters thing don't exist in Local 100. No, it does exist, but it doesn't exist with this administration. I mean, it exists with you. It exists with me. It exists with him. I mean, with him. It exists with all of us. All of us because we care. Otherwise, you wouldn't have this show if you didn't care. I mean, but the administration just doesn't care. They don't. They're there to make a quick buck, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, and, and to prove my point, I mean, I downloaded the LM2s. Um, this is a joke. This is a joke. Um, let me just quickly get into it. There's 144 people on that payroll, all right? 75 of them make over 75000 a year, all right? Out of those 75, 15 make 90000 a year. Out of those 51, and I'm including Samuelson, they make 100000 a year, okay? So the union takes in over $30 million, but gives away $10 million in salaries to 144 people. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. If you look at, at the records, uh, I'm, I'm surprised that this union hasn't gone bankrupt because they're just throwing away money like, well, they, like they, crazy. They, they, they are. They're in the red. Right, they're constantly yeah, they're in, in the red. They're, all, they're always going to be in the red because they're just throwing away you money gotta, like, un, like it's Christmas. You've got to understand this. We make $30 million, but we don't keep it because half of that go to the international. No, only a third. A third? A third, yeah. All right, third, so how yeah. much is that? That's like ten seven, million. almost eight. eight. Ten million. Yeah, close to it's ten. It's ten million. It's close to ten. Yeah. Ten million and ten million in salary. Yeah. To one hundred and forty-four people. So we only got ten million to play with. Mm -hmm. no, you got twenty million to play with. No. No, ten million. Ten million. No, no. A third a go million. to the international. A third, third for payroll, and it's, no, it's only ten million. Payroll. Yeah. Okay, you can Okay, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. hear that. I didn't hear that. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love it because this is a joke. I mean, they speaking to the mic. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars in catering. I mean. Jeez, really? I mean, you see the the send, yeah. you see the sending the clowns. Yeah, have you seen that? No, no, no. Do you see the size of the workers? Yeah, Do you see two hundred fifty thousand. I mean, wow. They spent also over two hundred fifty. Excuse me, two hundred twenty-two thousand on that MSG mass meeting. That's okay? that. I mean, that's bullshit. That's I think four, they they washing the money. Yeah, but if five hundred people showed up, they spent four hundred and forty-five dollars per person. That's a joke, and we know five hundred people didn't show up. So they're just tossing away our money. I mean, we're, we're putting it in there so it can be used properly, and it's not. And then they had a band that forgot the national anthem. Yeah, yeah. What was yeah. the band? What's some old band? That was yeah, that band. was a GQ band. GQ? Yeah, you know that. Is that the GQ band from... Um, <laughs> from back in the... From back, back in the day, day Stanley. Back in the day. Rock. Did they play at the Apollo? <laughs> um, Rock Freak. <laughs> Rock Freak. There you go. That song. Yeah, I know you know that song, Stanley. Yeah. Rock Freak. That, that was him. That was GQ. So I wonder, yo, 
How did they find him? You know what I'm saying? They had to dig deep to find yeah, him. Yeah, man. It's probably somebody on a um, on a payroll family member. <laughs> probably, yeah, probably so. Yeah, you never know. You it was never know. Same place where they dug a Mookie Wilson for Family Day. Yeah. I mean, oh, word, get out yeah. of here. <laughs> Mookie Wilson coming for Family Day. Oh, word, I know that. <laughs> Mookie Wilson hasn't played in the, for the Mets in oh, my God. For 25 years. Come yeah, on. I haven't heard that name in a yeah. long time. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's just a joke. Um, I mean... I, I I really got involved, and I'll tell you what happened, because I, I, no, I'm normally a quiet guy, and I don't butt into these things, mm-hmm. and I heard things about the union. I, to be honest, I don't care. I didn't care until it happened to me, and I'll tell you what happened to me. Um, last year was the first time I called out sick. I was out sick two days, okay? I forgot to fill out the form, the, uh, the sick form. I wasn't aware how to do that, because it was my first time being out sick. Anyway, I got my paycheck. I was docked two days' pay. Um, I called up timekeeping, and the, they were real nasty to me, all right? And I don't want to mention her name, but she was a real the C word, all right? So anyway, um, finally, after haggling and everything, I went down there, all right? I got my two days' pay. Seven months later, they, oh, she told me that everything was forgiven because it was my first offense, okay? Seven months later, I got a call in the booth. I have to go to City Hall for a hearing, okay? I got written up for that. Uh, I got what, what do you what do you call it? Um, uh, I forgot what the name. Uh, reinstructed, okay. And I, I said pull the call because they say they record these calls. I said pull the call. All right. The guy's telling me don't get excited, don't get excited. Uh, he goes just look at the form. When I look, my union rep signed off on it without even talking to me, without telling me that I had a hearing, without telling me anything. And and that rep and I'm going to say his name. His name was Mark Keith. Uh, Wolf, Wolf, yeah, yeah. Stephen Chan. Hey, Stephen Chan, aka. Oh, yeah. that's him. Okay. Yeah. 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 Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, he's, he's, he's a conductor. I don't know who he is. He, he, he could be now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he in the B division though. What division he in? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. So I mean, what kind of representation is that? Even if I was wrong, represent me. Talk to me. I had no idea how to hear. I mean, this is BS. So I'm and Joe Bermudez called me an angry person. Well, of course I'm freaking angry. Why not? I get treated like dirt. Uh, I have rights. I mean, I can't, I can't open up my mouth. I was against this raid, this increase. Um, Samuelson, in, during the rally, he said that we're going to get substantial increase. Substantial, one point, what was it, 2.14%? No, he, he, you, you misunderstood him. He was talking about his administration. Oh, uh, yeah, but, yeah, I did, okay. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Joe Bermudez, um, did he, I mention that the other day? I did mention that. He went up like $40,000 yeah, or something like that. Yeah, well, he... he 30000 or something. He seemed annoyed. 28000 Yeah, he seemed annoyed, and I wonder why, because I mentioned that the other day. Uh, yeah, and also, and he had 14000 14, expenses. In expenses. Um, yes. I, was looking, I was looking at renting a, uh, um, a car just before we got here, uh, a nice Chrysler, for $500 a month, so... That's six thousand a year. So, what kind of car is Joe driving? He he said it was for car, for a car that they drive around. I think he's driving a, a Rolls Royce. It uh, must be. There's no. Yeah. You're not spending fourteen thousand dollars a year in expenses on a car. That, that's what he claims. You know, it, yeah, it, yeah. it's in the minutes, right? It's in the yeah, minutes. Man, that that's uh, that needs to be looked into. Then yeah. a, a lot has to be into. There there has to be. Uh, they have to open up the books. But but this this is what I want to put out to the membership. And I want, I want, when I say this, I want them to just think about it, does it make sense? Here it is. You got a raise, a 2. Uh, 2. 2.4? 2.4. 2.4. 2.4 raise, right? 1.4. But your, but your union got a 10% raise. And the 10% raise averaged out to the average worker between 11, 
uh, anywhere from eleven to twenty-three thousand dollars. No, it was three. Three? Yeah, three. They got between three and twenty-eight thousand. Three and twenty-eight thousand. Yeah, Joe Bermudez got. I think he the got like a twenty-three. Yeah, he got like a twenty. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Yeah, Joe twenty-three. Yeah. Here's another little bit. I bet you guys don't know that uh, we got a 2.14% raise. According to the bylaws and constitution, uh, our union dues uh, go up at the same rate as our increase. Yeah, we know that. Well, the increase in the union dues went up 2.5%. So the union is taking in an extra $110,000 this year. Next year, they'll be taking in a, an extra $368,000. Um, when I mentioned this to Bermudez, he, he said, well, that has to be brought up to, uh, to accounting. Um, I mean, come on, do the math. I what mean, they go argue is that we not getting two point one four. They go argue that we getting two point five. We are eventually, yeah. But they should, they should also go by the, by the same math that we get on increase. That's the way they should get the increase. We not that's getting two point five because you got to base it off a calendar year. Yeah. We didn't get a calendar year contract. It's fourteen months and fourteen months. It's off. Mm -hmm. So you can't base two point five. That's where the two point one four come in. At. Right. But, but my, my but my whole thing was this. How is your union getting a, a bigger raise than the workers are getting? That's my point. Well, the thing is, um, I don't think it's ten percent they got. I think I know Samuelson got a substantial raise too. You make more, you go get a, a bigger raise. That's just how that works. Okay, but, but I mean, you, you make more, and you make a bigger raise. But their percentage as a raise, ten percent, is more than what the workers got. Yeah, but they, they, it they is. They what? They don't have to go by no percentage. No, listen. There's no way you're supposed to make more than the people that are uh, that you're supposed to be working for. They work for us. This been okay, going on. For, this line. been going on forever. Yeah, but they, no, no. They've been. They've been. The bottom line is, is they work for the members. Okay. That's why when okay we got into a big issue at the union meeting when he was explaining to them this situation with this thing where uh, this situation with Richard. Uh, uh, publicly made this, his little thing a rant about me, right? And he was explaining it to Derek. Derek gets up there. He says, "Oh no, there's like there's no such thing. Like you know, like we can say what we want, but no, you can't. It's just like if you go to uh, to, to to TA right now and curse them out. Guess where your ass gonna be? Okay, we ain't got even be. We don't even have to say it. We know where we gonna be. It's no different when it comes to them." The union works for us. They work for us, and they got to get that perspective back into the union. See, they think they're doing us a favor because over the years that's been allowed to get into their, to their heads, that they could do whatever they want and get away with it. Bottom line is this. If you look in the Constitution, it says specifically, yeah, we could bash the administration because we're the ones that are paying you, but you can't publicly bash a member yeah. of a union Publicly, and you yeah. can't get a member in trouble or fired. Yeah, right. now, okay. Now, period. Period. Now yeah. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't care how much money they make if they was doing their job. The thing if they is, they was doing their job is the different. Thing, I, so yeah, I don't care how much money they make because if they was doing their job, they could give themselves a twenty thousand dollar twenty percent increase. I don't care. They take care of us. I wouldn't care either if they were doing their job. But you sit there and and, and you quote certain rules. You quote certain parts of the Constitution or union policy, and these cats don't even know it. So why are you there? When I explained to them he had a right to say what he said, Derek says no. Matter of fact, he took it a little step farther. He stood there in the middle of the floor, second time he did it. Stood there in the middle of the floor and said, well, if anybody posts something about me on, on Facebook, 
I'm coming to their house and kick their ass. Well, you know what somebody should have did? Yeah, what? They should have posted something right there in front no, of his no, face. No, no, no. He, that's coming. That's coming. But this is what I'm saying. This because you don't fuck. You don't fucking tell me not to do. You you incite me more when you come to me talking about what I better not do or you better not do. But basically, this is the point I'm making. This is in the minutes, and basically what you did is just threaten the members because you have access to members' addresses and so forth. Yep. So you making a statement like that, that's a, that, that's a serious point. But also, to take it a step, step farther, after I explained everything to him, then he turns around and said, well, then, um, uh, well, we could go outside. Now you threatening me. You telling me you want to take me outside. But 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 you know what? I, I I did tell to him. I said, "Come on outside." But after I thought about it, you know, if I'd have done something, to Derek, they'd have turned around and, and and said, "Staley, you know, you shouldn't have did that because that was like fighting a handicap." You know, because you know he he coming out hopping around from whatever operation he had. Then he, then he looked like he like twenty months pregnant with yeah, a baby well, elephant. Yeah, well, he's like <laughs> 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 and you want to fight, and you want to jump around and fight. Go sit the hell down. Stop playing that. Because I keep telling them, y'all not built like that. Y'all, y'all just think a few dollars also give you body armor. Shut up. But you sit down before you get smacked down. I've been to four no, meetings. Guys okay, is, I've been to four meetings. Uh, Derek seemed like he was threatening him. He approached him. Okay, so he made a move. To me, he made. So he why y'all ain't jump him? What's going on? Yeah, well, let me just tell you, that's the first, that's the last time. I, I saw another time where Bermudez jumped off his chair and it looked like he was going to attack Staley, okay? Prior to that, I saw, uh, what's her name, Crisp? Uh, Latoya Crisp? Oh, Latanya. Yeah, Latanya, yeah. I was there for that one. I was oh, you next, were there? I was, next, Moody, right? I was next door. Okay, she jumped up in Mooney's face, you know? So they have this problem that when you, when you, when you make them look stupid, okay? In other words, when you're smarter than them, they don't want to, so they... They want to get aggressive. Exactly. They get aggressive. So, I mean, I'm sorry, but it's if somebody defense, gets aggressive man. and I'm sitting down and they're approaching me, yes. what am I supposed to defend myself? I don't know. I'm not going to get smacked in the face. I mean... Yeah, but the thing is this, man. It's, it's more of y'all, less of them. Like in jail, the inmates run the building, not the, not the correction officers. Y'all got to start taking it to the street, man, because our well, reps don't play with us like that. Well, I, I, like like I said, um, let me put, let me just put this into a little uh, different perspective. For years, they always hollered, "Steady this, steal this." They 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 smeared my reputation. Steady fight this and doing this. He want to do this. So now they want to take the shot, so they could be able to say, "Well, you know, Steady, you know, he 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 like." I'm going to take the heat because everybody is already out there that I'm supposed to be this bad guy that uh, I'm always, you know, threatening and talking all this garbage. And it, it has never really been that. It's been years of people uh, uh, smearing me. And, like, when it comes to that, I don't follow that up because I breathe, I give them life when I, when I follow it up, when I let it. So I don't answer to it. But trust, trust me, don't be coming up on me with this stuff about, you know, what you're going to do to somebody, please. Because I don't, I don't really want to hear that. Because don't try to get sympathy. You don't steadily do this. You know, we've been talking all this time because you don't got your head bust, though, because you don't ran up on, on, on me. And you two times bigger than me, too. And you running up on me talking about, let's take it outside. And you limping. <laughs> and you limping. <laughs> Come on. And, and you know, see, what like you going to do, fall on me? Right, and like I'm gonna stand there and wait for you to come down on me. Get you know, out of here. And it, you know, it it amazes me. This is what these people do, e even in the depots in these shop gates. 
you know, again, they come there and they bring, they try to bring fear and intimidation to the membership. You know, basically, if you come with, again, if you come with intelligence, they back down, not even back down, they don't like it. It's mm-hmm. like they feel intimidated. So now, you know, they come at you and now then they want to, then they want to take it to the street or they want to take it to some type of peer pressure. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, that's what I mean when I said these guys. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know what, you know, I don't know what beat they're moving to or I don't know, you know. You know, um, I just think uh, what you call uh, management interjects too much into when it comes to union issues. Our union is our union and what we do within our union, it should be just where it's supposed to be. And legally and by law, that's what it is. But our, our union is management. Uh, well, okay, we, we, we got to get them, we got to get them up out of there, the bottom line, because I remember the days of um, uh, um, New Directions. There were fights up in there. Now, Joe tried to claim like he'd been around. He wasn't around for no near fight that happened at 80 West End. Joe I mean, Joe Bermudez. He <laughs> ne- near one of them. He was ne- But there, were, 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 there was some real hostile, real hot fights in there. Police came. Police didn't arrest anybody. They just said it was a union issue. Let us work it out. They understood it as well. But I, I'm seeing now, and, I, and, it, and it just started happening over the years that now, you know, we, you get on a fight in the union hall, all of a sudden now you come to work, you're taking out the service there. But that was on union property. That's our property where that fight happened at. Why are we being subjected to being disciplined by our employer when we, we, we could, it's, it's on and popping when it comes to our union. It, it, all, I mean, it's, it's been a history in unions that they fought amongst themselves to get to wherever they, where they needed to be. You know, where they wanted to be at, where they want to want their union, how they want their union to be looked upon and dealt with. They were just strict, they were hard, and they did what they did to, to, to get their members to, to, to respect and to get people to understand this is what it is. But now, over the years, like I said, there's been too many people that I've seen running the management to get back at you because, you know, maybe you just got a good lick in there on, on, on them or just gave them a good ass whooping. I don't know what it is, but, you know, I, well, I seen somebody took a good one. <laughs> I seen somebody took a good ass whooping and went to management and, and got the brother, you know, and got the brother uh, in a bunch of trouble. And my man had a spotless record, man. And, and, and he had never had to go to anger management. And it was on TA, I mean, it was on, 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 on union poverty that the fight happened on. So that's why I said, you know, management just interjects too much. We got to get people that are real unionists that, that, that want to keep everything, keep it in house, you know, bring a gift, you know, like it's, it's the same thing like, you know, like you, 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 you fighting in the street, right? You know, you bring an ass to get a whooping, you know, and you, if, if you, and, you, and you take an ass whooping if you have to, you know, either or. But everybody just went on and just, and it was all right after that. You know, whoever, you know, won, it, it was their way, you know, and that was it. But nobody ain't ran to call up, you know, I'm calling up the, 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 the director of uh, uh, labor relations uh, uh, and say, uh, Staley did this, you know. No, we, it was never like that. And, and it, I just think it weakens the position of the union, the strength, the confidence of, of, of a union because uh, management is just, your members don't even want to participate. I remember meetings, 
big meetings, big big meetings. And uh, over the years, when when the union started, like when management were interjecting interjecting too much into what was going on inside the building, it became a problem. Everybody was taking stuff on the outside. Okay, you know we don't. You know some people don't don't take things uh, in in good stride. You know they still want to get you one way or another. You know. They won't be spiteful, you know. They won't hurt you any way they can, you know. So you know, and another thing is basically, again, r resorting to fighting and everything. It's like that's the, you know, when they get called out, this is what they want to do. So it's like, listen, we need, you know, we need more. You know, Tramel says education. We need, you know, we need a blend of education. We yeah. need, we need yeah. more reps that have labor knowledge. We need more reps that are willing to really sacrifice their time and energy for this union shit. Because if you're doing it right, if you're doing it properly, it's hard work. It is hard work. And it's not a cakewalk. Because like I said, Sam, <laughs> see, the thing is with Samuelson and these people, right? They, make it, they basically make it look like a cakewalk. They make it look simple. Okay, Samuelson not coming to work and not showing up and not going to meetings and not doing, just not doing shit. He makes look, he, he makes being a president look real simple, like some class president or some shit type shit in school. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When that's not the case. Yeah. If you're doing it right, it is a tough job. Okay. Can he invest in a decent suit? I mean, the guy makes $300,000 a year. <laughs> I mean, please, stop wearing that polyester wool blend or whatever. Get a decent suit. I mean, represent us. If you look at Patrick Lynch, Patrick Lynch is always, his hair combed neatly. I'm talking about the guy from the PBA. I know, yeah. Yeah, nice suit, and he'll rep me. Let me just just tell you about Patrick Lynch. I don't like him, but um, Patrick Lynch, when there can be twenty cop of twenty cameras on one cop beating up an innocent person, Patrick Lynch would go up there and says, "We can't, we can't uh, judge this guy because we don't know what happened before the cameras went on." Unfortunately, this this union doesn't do that. We're guilty before we're proven innocent. And that, that's BS. I mean, we have to stand up for the people. Well, Patrick Lynch don't never think his members do anything wrong. But, yeah, but he, he protects them, and that's something we don't have is protection. Patrick Lynch goes the extra mile, whether he's right or wrong, and usually he's wrong. But he protects his members, and that's what we need, somebody who's going to protect but the that, members. But that, that's what his, see, he realized his job. He knows that he has he to do, protect, yeah. Your, yeah. that's what he got, got to do. And being... And being a union rep is the, is the same thing. It's like being an attorney. You got to get out there and you got to defend your member. Yeah. And we don't have that mindset within the union. Let, let me just tell you what a joke this is. Um, family, um, not family, lobby day. Okay, yeah. I mentioned this in the union. Lobby day, they went up there with these uh, fixed tier six shirts. Okay, a bunch of people. You see these guys posing with politicians. Uh, Samuelson actually posed, well, the leaders po uh, pose pictures, have pictures with Denny Farrell, Felix Ortiz, Robert Rodriguez, and Marty Golden. Okay? So you can look it up. It's on the Local 100 Twitter page. The funny thing is that Samuelson is standing next to Marty Golden, and in his caption, he writes, Our, our biggest uh, supporter. Our biggest supporter. Yeah, yeah, biggest supporter. Marty Golden voted Republican. for Tier 6. He did. So I how the that. hell is he our biggest supporter? I did that. And That's a, a joke. And he's a Republican. He's a Republican, yeah. 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 So how is how is how is he the, our biggest supporter? I would if, hate to see our biggest non-supporter. And then if you look at Samuelson face in that picture, <laughs> he's like smitten, like he's happy to be there. But you know, Samuelson neighborhood is Trump supporters. Deep down inside, Samuelson is a Republican, a hardcore Republican. 
that don't care for the 76% minority membership, he don't care. He knows what he's dealing with. They know the numbers. They examine these numbers. Same way the MTA examine the numbers. Mm-hmm. No, and, none of this is a secret. And they know basically what the, you know, what the, the age group, the demographics, they know basically what what the interests are. And basically, sad to say, the interests are, they know that, the, again, uh, family day, and they know that, again, he knows that he could do dumb shit like what you just said, post a picture and say, this is our biggest supporter, because they figure, who's going to know? You understand what I'm saying? Right. But I see, understand. again, they don't expect people. Same thing with Governor Cuomo. I roasted his ass on the last show because he tried to put off running it, being responsible for the MTA on govern- on Mayor de Blasio. I said, really, motherfucker? Okay. Well, you know, Hell the next no. day, the next day he went on <laughs> and changed his tune a little bit. He's saying that he's going to put an extra $20 million into the MTA. So Cuomo, not, all of a sudden, he... One day he's not in charge of the MTA. The next day he's throwing twenty million dollars in the to fix the MTA. I'm, I'm gonna be very exactly. honest. I didn't hear him say it. The newspapers probably said some BS because they known for saying BS. No, this was a this was a New York Times article. New yeah, York Times. It, it, it don't matter. And, like, and he was on New York One saying this shit. I didn't hear hear him verbally saying it. It was all it was all the reporter narrative. There's no way. There's nowhere in video that he's saying that. He's saying what about the twenty million that, he, that he's not. Um, responsible for the MTA. Oh, he's no, not no, no, responsible. No, he kind of shifted over to got, De Blasio. I yeah. got I got I, I got to pull it up for you. The New York One article I posted it. From no, me. forget it's, the it's article. The it got to. It, it, it has to be. New York Times. Has to be a, they they will miss. It was a video. It was a video. It was a video. Yeah, of him saying it. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, really, that press conference he did in the, in the Transit Museum last year when they got all that money for the capital budget. And they talking about what they're gonna do when all these new buses and well, everything. And Pendergrass reports to him, so exactly. I mean, so how could he not be in charge of the MTA? Pendergrass was uh, just put in there for no, no reason whatsoever. He just decided let me let, let me negotiate a contract, though I don't have any pull. Right. I mean, how, how's that possible? And then he took that inaugural ride on the Second Avenue subway. It's like okay, you take that ride on the inaugural <laughs> on 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 that train, but yet when the seven train opened up. You didn't take the ride on that train. But it's probably something that? it's probably something going on with the MTA board because the mayor has how many people on the MTA board? Just four. Yeah. So but basically the seven train, people don't know. Mayor Bloomberg I, 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 Mayor yeah. Bloomberg was in the motorman's cab and he operated the first he operated the first trip there. That's just, something I didn't know. You, you know, just yeah. like in the old days. Yeah. So Basically, the, the extent of the seven train, that's Mayor Bloomberg's baby. The, really, the MTA ain't have much to do with that because he, because they know about the development of the West Side over there. So that's why Bloomberg is pushing heavily. Matter of fact, he just he just pumps some of his own money into this shell into something over there. I forgot what it was. I read the article the other day. But basically, uh, yeah, man, these people they again they pull the wool over our eyes because they figure we don't know. The members of the public don't know. But basically, that's why. I, so that's why I said what I said last week. You know. Yeah, the, I I think I the biggest problem. One of the biggest problems we have is that we don't have anybody on the MTA board that actually functions and live within the city. And I don't agree with people that are, don't live in the city making decisions for people that live in the city. Bottom line. Well, you know what? Think about that now. Who's gonna take Samuelson's spot on the MTA board? Will he relinquish it when he I went mean, to he have international? To. He have to. That's a local. That's for the union. That's for the local. That's for the local. Yeah. Yeah. The guy called Wal- Where's Waldo because he's always in the pictures of the tour guy, um, Phillips. Earl Phillips. Earl Phillips. Yeah. yeah. He, he loves photo ops. If you look, you know what? When I get this magazine, 
I always look for, for Phillips because he's in every picture. I go, where is he? Where is he? And I like to find him, you that's, know? That's Mr. Graham Marshall. Yeah. Shout out to Earl Phillips. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's a big problem. Uh, the people that, that I think is almost like a privileged spot, these people that are picking them because they, are, they got a mentality that I listen to people that live upstate and people live downstate. And it's almost like an attitude towards the people that live downstate. I have a problem with people that don't ride these trains and then going to make decisions, you know. Like they stand apart or lay up in their ivory tower looking down on us and telling us we, uh, uh, what we can and what we can't do. But you never ride the system. You're in the car all the time. So you're making decisions here all the way out in Bushwick, Brooklyn, or all the way out up in... Uh, 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 Upper Manhattan, or what? Or by, by, by what's that? Um, Morningside Hikes and Inwood, all yeah. the, and, and and you making decisions for these people, but you don't live here, you know. And I have a problem with that. I think that 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 these this their the spots that they have is more of a privileged jobs. They pick their friends. They may have extensive backgrounds. But they don't have extensive backgrounds when it comes to what's going on in the city. These are people that, that long left the city years ago, but yet and still they get picked up and sit on the board. Why, why don't you pick somebody that lives down here on Myrtle Avenue to, to sit on the board? Why don't you pick somebody? Not, why don't, yeah, pick somebody live up on Bushwick Avenue or something like that <laughs> yeah. and tell them to sit on the board. Somebody that say, I get up in the morning at 5.30 and I ride the L train. Uh -huh. I, I get up at 4 in the morning and I catch the A to work. You know, just people like that. Nobody that's sitting down there, especially got a, a driver driving them to the city for a few minutes, and then while you're here, you want to run up in Bloomingdale's and all of that before you run back up to your little cabin or whatever you got upstate somewhere. But yet, and still, you just made a decision that is affecting hundreds of thousands of people, millions, matter of fact, not even hundreds of thousands. You're talking about millions that ride the system. You know, shut down this, close this over here. Bringing up this situ situation with this all-line situation. These cats is going out of their mind right now. That's why I think they just doing the stupidness that they doing. That's why they getting physical, because they just did some of the most dumbest thing you could possibly ever done, okay? They allowed them to uh, uh, take the night jobs away on the R-line, right? Now, my thing is this. You, 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 they, they said, oh, you know, it's a pilot program. So just because they took the name of it, uh, off of it and reworded worded it, it's still the same thing, but they think we did something. No, you did nothing. See, the bottom line is they allow that to be in the pick books. Now, remember, Todd Lerner always up there yakking his mouth like he's trying to throw little side shots at people. Come down there and help me with the pick book, but the bottom line is Todd is stupid. You know, point blank, he dumb. That's why he sits there and keeps like, come and help me that with the pick books. Let me tell you something. I did the pick book two or three times by myself, and everybody before Todd did the books by themselves. But now you got social media, so you want to take little shots at people. Oh, come down here. So if something messes up, of course he want to blame you. So you didn't come to help me, you know, or something like that. But you getting paid the money, then you do the job. Don't ask for a job. You can't do that. Shut up and stop taking, taking shots at people. But what he did was they slid the, uh, the pilot program right in, just like this, 
Let me show you dumb folks what to do. Put it in there. Here are the pick books. You do the pick books. Todd didn't do the pick book, the bottom line, because if you look at the argument that they gave and that little sheet that they gave at, 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 from the, the results of it, the, the, um, the, uh, uh, the arbitrator mentions nothing about, you know, about them um, fighting because of the, um, because uh, they wanted the, uh, the, the, uh, the pilot program out of it they pro they argument was about notification, and as far as the arbitrator, or if you listen to see his award, which I should have brought, I was I was really pissed because I was looking for mine. I wanted to bring it. If you look at the way he worded the award, it was that you only they were only given a, a ten day stay, and and, and didn't the pick was that's why the pick they gave you. And it was a surprise that they got a second 10-day notice, allowed to get another 10-day stay on that. Because that's all they were doing. They were stalling and they were lying to the cleaners saying, we're arguing the pilot program for it to be removed. To be removed. The key words, to be removed. That pilot program is still in there, reworded, but, but, but them, them nine stations along that line will not have night cleaners. They just gave them the key to open the door to start the layoff of cleaners. Because I'm going to tell you this, if the pilot program works, which it will, there's a lot of other scenarios like that all line that exists within this system at night, on the L, on the M, a few other lines that, 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 that they could do the same thing, cut the night jobs. If they were smart, way before, when they first came out for that, they would have went public, went public with it, and got the public and the people in their neighborhoods on their side first. But they too dumb. They're not personable enough. You, when you got a, a a union leader that can't even talk to the to the uh, to the Daily News, you're gonna say stuff like, "Yeah, uh, we go down there and somebody shit in the middle of the platform," and they put it in for word shit for word. Piss, yeah. Showed you how dumb of a union rep you got. And then they put your name to it, Joe Bermudez, you know, put his name right there. And you don't know how to talk. A lot of people, it's not like, these cats is dumb, you know. We, I'm not standing next to this guy. He don't even know how to, he might say the same thing live in a microphone interview. No, we can't stand next to this guy. But the bottom line is they should have appealed to the public first, warned them about their safety, and so forth. Now, I saw one, uh, 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 TA um, a representative gets up there and said, well, we got help points now. They could get to the help point. Listen, let me tell you something. Help points are not a preventative measure. A help point is already after a crime committed, you know, point blank. You ain't making, you know, what you going to stand by a help point and say, oh, I see somebody coming. I don't know. <laughs> he looked like he might want to do something to me. No, you can't do that. Help points are only good after you done got your ass whooped or after you done, something done happened to you. So, so that's, a, that's a moot argument for TA to turn around and say, well, we got help points. No, the thing that's going to make people feel safe is when they see that vest and, a, and an individual in that vest walking down the platform and then they'll feel comfortable because now that's preventative now. That's a preventative measure. Hell points just stand, sit there until you come to press them and that's it. And by then you need help when you're pressing that button. Now, 
Why do you suppose the MT, uh, the management, is coming up with this pilot program to eliminate cleaners overnight? What do you think that's about? And and the R line, because at nighttime on the R line, there's a shuttle. It doesn't run from end to end, does it? It doesn't go all the way out to Continental at night, right? Still. Uh, over there on the R line. On the R, it, it runs from Whitehall no. to Continental. From Whitehall. To I think it's something like that. I don't know what the R do. Oh, okay. The all okay, but, I mean, but there's it runs a shuttle from 95th to no, 36th. Yeah, there to is 36th. one shuttle for 90, yeah, yeah, there is one shuttle over there, and then the rest is is a, 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 it's a regular run at night, so okay. yeah, so but my but my thing is this they said their numbers is for like 400 people, uh, uh that uh uses the system at, at late at night, so you don't think 400 people is worth the, the security. More than that's that. what they should, yeah. yeah. But that, but that's the numbers they put out. TA put out about 400 people that utilized that area at that time late at night. And my thing is this: you still should have could, could have been able to say, well, 400 people are not worth to, to, to be secure because the public should be put put on be aware of the fact that once you come down them stairs into any of these subway system, TA is actually responsible for your security. Well, you know what? That's a lie. 400 people because uh, on 59th Street. You have the end line, yeah. So there's a connection there. Yeah, and if you go to yeah, if you go 36. to Eighth Avenue, the, you got a yeah, Eighth Avenue is a big Chinese commercial place. Yeah, uh, it's similar to Chinatown, and uh, a lot of people go through there at night. What, but the, the, whatever the number is, the bottom line is this: they deserve security. But the public fight, the public fighting it though. Yeah, uh, the pub, I, I saw that they they, they all fighting it. Well, but okay. my yeah. my point is this: is that the union should have had more of a, a, a we. This is why we're not um. We don't have a personal, a personable relationship with the public because we don't have people knowledgeable enough or willing to get off that lazy behind and get out there and mingle with the public and talk with the public and act like you, you're, you're concerned as well because you're supposed to be concerned because you got workers on this line. But any member, any member could do it. See, the thing is that we can't wait for reps to do anything yeah. because this going to affect y'all. It's not gonna affect them. Yeah, but they in office. Exactly. So, so if they not doing it, then you should go do it and make an ally between the but the public and the union. That's the, what we do. The problem with this union is that they don't publicize the good that we do. Okay, they let the polls run rampant. When one of us does something, have you ever noticed in the polls when when an MTA worker does something wrong, they mention that he's an MTA worker. But if it's a construction worker, they don't mention his job or a, a factory worker. They don't. They usually don't. An MTA worker, they usually mention, because the Post is run by Republicans, and they love to, to, to hate unions hard. I mean, they, they, they don't do it as much to the police or the firemen, but the MTA has always been their whipping boy. It's always been. Well, the, the police and the firemen, uh, I guess they see them as providing a real service. We provide a real service, too. No, we do. We unfortunately, do. like I said, it's not publicized by this union. The union should do a lot more to say the good that we do, because... Last year, I pulled a girl out of, out of the tracks. Is that publicized? No. Um, I'm sure you have done a lot of stuff, too, and you guys, too. Today, we, I, we had a track fire at, um, at um, Burger Street where I was at. Yeah. I had to evacuate part of the, part of the station. And, and that's something that should be publicized constantly because we all, and every day, we do something good in this, in this place. So, ba so ba I'm sorry to cut you off. So, basically, no. that's another example of the MTA taking the clean job of a cleaner as a joke. 
because basically you just like you said, y'all are track certified. So if something's going wrong, if somebody dropped their phone or wallet or whatever on the tracks, y'all could jump right down there, y'all could get it. No, they, no, they can't. Well, the phone we can't. Yeah. No, no, you can't. Oh, you you can't. track certified yeah. don't mean you could just jump onto the tracks. <laughs> oh, no, okay. but yeah. we could do it. There's a fire. We can lead them, lead them out. Lead them so, out. Yeah. Okay. yeah, well, basically, I, I evacuated part, part of the station, moved people back once the smoke started coming more into the station. But uh, basically, I was there... And I made the call straight to rail control about the fire because it would have took is walking that whole whole uh, platform would have been like walking a block and a half to get up, up to the front to hit the EBCS. So I had um, rail control in my phone. I called them right uh, right away, and 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 put the call in that way, and then started getting people out of the way because it was a passenger that came to me and said and told pointed out the fire. And I looked at there, and it was, you know, it was a substantial, uh, a, a nice sized fire, like thirty, like almost 30, 30 yards into the tunnel. Mm. So, the, uh, so um, the uh, smoke started coming back towards into the Bergen Street station. So, yeah. So I started telling the people that was on that end to move back towards that end because once the fire department got here, if they want y'all to be evacuated, then y'all be near the front. Y'all could go out the front way. I mean, if they get spent two hundred and fifty-five dollars on food. How about on some posters uh, congratulating one of our workers for doing such a good job? They 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 counted the daily news to to give award to probably twelve or thirteen MTA workers. Well, well the, the, the forty thousand of us. The union, the union pixel. Is yeah, exactly. Yeah, but there's forty thousand of us, and I'm, I don't want to hear it because every day, three hundred sixty-five days, twenty-four hours a day, one of us has to do something good throughout the system. At least one of us. Yeah, but the, see, this is the problem, and I and this this is why progressive action started taking a different path. Everybody here has grown. Nobody should be waiting for the union, another grown person, to do something for them. If you're saying there's forty thousand people here, then you got to round up those forty thousand people and and create your own narrative. You cannot wait. Oh, they not doing this. They not recognizing. Sound like big babies, really. You have to take control of your situation. Gather your people who's like minded like you and create your own narrative. Put your own stuff out on social media. Um, create a web page. If it's happening every day, then you feel it's worth it. Create a web page to show what transit workers do. You you can't. We can't as grown people say they not doing this. Okay, then you do it yourself. You know what I'm saying? Look at they not taking assault serious. Mm -hmm. So what it did? Plan the assault march. March down the two Broadway. Did it ourselves. Create awareness. We got a special that's go drop either this week or next week with Channel 11. We creating our own narrative. Why? Because we all grown. You responsible like they responsible. And then the way I'm looking at it is this. The people, you be, you here for three years. Now, let's say you be here for 15 years and you carry that same ideology. They ain't do nothing. I'm mad at you because you ain't fight for us. And that's the problem we having now. Everybody complaining. The people that been here for years is pointing fingers at the people. Oh, we voted you in. You ain't do nothing. Well, you ain't do nothing either. And we in the same trap. Over and over and over again. I agree with you. The members have to, the regular members have to step up because it's easy, yeah, but it's easy to outwork people who's not working. Yeah, but you got a lot of members that are dis, that's either disappointed or just tired of what's been going on in the first place. These people, you could, you could talk as much as you want. And you're not going to get them to do any, and you know, any more than what they. A lot of them just feel I'm not here for my, for for um my eight hours, and I'm out of here. Because if 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 we were able to unite this union, the uh the way it should be, this workforce. Put it like this: the workforce itself, not not to see the union as a separate entity. If we can unite the workforce itself, 
to be aware and to be conscious of what's going on and speak out on what's going on in there, that can, that can filter in and also change the union because it'll start getting them people out of there that are basically they ain't doing anything and haven't been doing anything. Now, the uh, the biggest thing to me is the key that was uh, that uh, 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 with with the stations department is the fact that I knew eventually with this station agent of the future that they all all, all eventually going to get around to the issue with being able to move cleaners as well. This here opened the door for that to happen, you see. And this is what turned a lot of people off because they be saying, this is what you call representation of, uh, of us. See, these are the areas that people get mad because they don't have the control over it, over it as your union representatives have. So this is what upsets a lot of people. Why I won't even be bothered with this. When you go to union meetings, like I tell, like, well, recently when, when in our meetings, I always tell people, listen, this is not just Joe and what's his name meeting. This is our meeting. So everybody have a right to say whatever they want. I mean, you know, ask whatever questions they want, no matter how minute it may be. Stop giving 20-minute answers and, and, and start giving quick no, yes, no. And, and stop, you know, because when you start to me, started give me a 20 minute answer to one question, that means to me, you're just smoothing over this lie and you're trying to get that shit, you know, smoother, you know, try to make it as smooth as you can. As far as I'm concerned, most questions you just can answer in, in what, five, ten, uh, ten seconds, man. Let me ask you a question. Anybody that goes to y'all union meetings all for the, the um, reps? Or what? Like take up for the reps? Take a, well, the, the the reps come in right, and and what they'll do is they'll put, they'll bring in a few supporters to outnumber to outnumber the people that uh, are, are there. So whenever they get in a situation where they're getting hit with a lot of questions that they can't answer, they'll try to throw a vote to the floor or whether or not we could stay on this subject or not. And then you, we outnumber it, and they'll try to play that game. But we've been trying, we've been bringing in more people Even than them. Even if they try to outnumber you, they try to, they try to yeah, shout try over to, you. So they you try have, to, yeah, they if try If I'm having that. a dispute with one of them, somebody jumps out of the audience and starts. Well, you know what y'all got to do? Y'all got to come together, and they start talking BS, walk out the meeting. That's it. Let them have a meeting. Well, you ain't going to miss why, nothing. That, that's why when they, they try to do that to Staley, and I said let the man talk, because he had, he had an issue. And they were trying to shut him down. And I refused to, to let him just get shouted down. So I stood up for him. And same thing he did for me the other day. And it's just going to, I mean, I'm hoping that, I'm trying to get more people involved. And I'm telling them what's happening. Yeah, we got them, more people that, that's getting involved and coming. If you have any questions, I'm progressive action today. And, yeah. and I'm trying to do whatever I can. Because yeah. I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of the, the crap. Uh, they, they, they think that they run things. They forget that we pay them. They don't pay us. That got to be the first thing that's taught to every member. You do not work for the union. The union works for you. Exactly. That, that exactly. has to be taught to them because people don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? They're there to serve us. We voted them in for them to well, have our best interests. Mm. I'm glad you mentioned that, the voting. That, arbi that AAA arbitration, we paid almost $200,000. We paid almost $200,000. Yeah. The union paid $200,000. Now, if I'm paying you $200,000, you're going to make sure that it goes my way. Um, you're not just going to take my money and run. You're going to make sure you give me something. So um, I have doubts about that vote. Only 15,000 people vote. According to Samuelson, it was overwhelmingly... Uh, uh, pass. It was yeah, pass. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how is it overwhelmingly when, when you had 25,000 people that, that didn't vote? 
So it it tells me something there that uh. Well, no, what, they, what, right. they, what they call that is suppression your membership. On top of that, it, it cost almost eleven dollars a vote. So yeah, why the, couldn't we do it? Why can't we do it ourselves? It's called electioneering. Yeah, yeah, you know it's, that's it's, a, that's what they do under under um under labor um, um labor standards. A labor board is, is suppressing your membership because um you know first thing they so many people are discouraged. They don't want to participate in the elections because they've been disappointed so many times that they voted for whoever they wanted or they felt that the certain person should have won and and they didn't. So so then they just said we don't want to be bothered. And it, and it's a tactic that is used within unions to discourage your members. As long as you get them discouraged and don't want to be interested no more, you know, then you could do whatever you want. What's the easiest way to steal something from anybody? You know, behind their back. Behind their back. Yeah. The, you know? the, the thing is that the members don't care. That's the bottom line because if you have 19, what you said, 25,000? 25,000, yeah. And let's just say 500 of them was mad. They wanted to participate and just 500 going up to the union hall and raising hell. Well, 5,000 couldn't vote because they, they are, they're in Bad the standard, yeah. 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 But, but Bad still, standing. if 500 out of 20,000 or whatever the case is was to go up to the union hall and create a fuss or go up to AAA and create a fuss, it would bring change. But do they do they care? That, that's the problem. They don't care. Yeah. You see, but see, they they have to understand that. See, this is why unions feel the way they do about our union. They feel that we drop the ball on a lot of issues. We don't participate. But if they, if if people realize that uh, uh, their basic their basic right on this job, and as far as being a union member and how important it is. They would have, they would like look at it another way, just like the same way when people were talking about uh, the contract, and and there were so many that wanted to go to arbitration with it, you see, but they were forced back by the least of the people that did. The the least of the people dictated to the majority of the people which direction we were going. Well, listen to what listen to what he said. He said that when when you mentioned the AAA, AAA gonna make everything sure is, is right to the people who's paying them. Same thing with the e-board. Most of them is on pay release. So they go push Samuelson interest. That's yeah. an issue. I don't think that if you're on the e-board, you can't have no other position in this union. You can't be released. You can't be anything. You just got to be an e-board member. That's it. It's too important. That specific e-board spot is too important. They vote on everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they shouldn't have dual positions and that's what Samuelson does. He put his people on the e-board. Yeah, we we have a, a e-board spot that's open that um uh uh where they trying to um see if they can't find a, a another a coon to fit in there, then you know, it's hard, you know. You know, I I didn't know how 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 hard it is to to you know, to to, to find, you know, coons are not hard, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Coons, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you, they 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 run around, they run around, but they bring a, a one that's really going to just be, you know, do the buck dance in front of you know everybody for you. It's hard to find, so you know they got a coon. They they going to put, you know, they trying to put him in that spot too. <laughs> and he want him on the e board too. And I guess he'll bring his break dancing on what the, I mean that buck dancing to the uh, <laughs> to the e board means, you know, and and do what they do. But 
my thing is this. You know, we... we Let me we, ask you a question, Stanley. Yes. Because I, 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 um, somebody tried to press me on this. <laughs> Are all the black people at the Union Hall who don't speak to the issues of the membership coons? You know what? I'm glad you said that. You know why? I'm glad you said that. It's very, very it, because I was standing there when this subject was brought up at the Union Hall, and and I oh, heard, you was there, right? Yeah, oh, I yeah, was standing right, right alongside there, and I was listening to to um, a man like he tried to play like he was an intelligent cat, type of cat, but you know I know better. You know, <laughs> I thought he had it written on his hand. He was looking down as he was talking and saying. Uh, I, I heard you said that everybody that works. Listen, my, the bottom line is this. I, I don't dance for nobody, and I'm going to call it like it is. If you if you in a position to help people, right, and you rather sell them out, and we all look the same, then you 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 use a coon. Use a coon. <laughs> There's no other name for it. Use a coon. For real, and, and and you know, and like I said, a lot of people say I'm I get reckless a lot of time with my mouth, but you know that's the only way I know I could get up under your skin without slapping you. You we can't do that, right? We 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 had the assault riot rally. We can't just go around. <laughs> we can't go around just putting fingerprints on people. You know, you can't just you know. What did I, what did I say though, though, Staley? You said, uh, oh, you said, well, he said, yeah, I said that, that uh, if, if, if you or, or, or black people, any the black personnel working up in here, and if you're not speaking about what's going on and what's happening with the people, yeah, you coon. Then my man <laughs> said, like, it was a great disappointment. Oh, then me and you not friends no more. Listen, let me. That wasn't no big deal. You telling me you not? Staley was my, there. Yeah, you not my friend. Oh my God! I'm. I'm. When I walk out the door, I'm gonna cry because you said to me you not my friend. Let me tell you something. I wouldn't want you for a friend because you have no integrity. Number one, mm -hmm. okay. And then, as far as I'm concerned, if you really want to talk about it, go pick up a book and look up the definition of a man. Then go hang around some real men and learn about integrity and self-respect <laughs> and principles. See, because I've got principles that I will not cross. There's certain lines I won't cross as a man and having respect for myself. That's correct. Mm -hmm. You see? So if you could sit there and say, I'm going to, you know, scuffle to do the coon, like the coon. <laughs> Y'all do, do what you want. But let me tell you something. You'll, you'll never, you'll never, whatever you think or you expect to be, you'll never be that. You'll never be in the eyes of any, for any child that's growing up and looking at you and seeing you in the, in the way that you carry yourself, you're not going to be that, that man that a child would say, I want to be like him when I grow up. Well, you know I'm glad. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, yeah, no, 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 this is a segue to, to what I'm going to say. Um, they mentioned the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Now, I'm Puerto Rican, Okay. They want to march in the Puerto Rican parade. Now it's an, eagle, it's an eagle thing. It's an eagle thing. Um, somebody brought it up that it's for the kids. Bullshit. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Um, they, they, they. First of all, parades are boring. All right. So that that's number one. These guys have such huge eagles. They just want to be on TV. They just want to be recognized. We get nothing out of it. All we're gonna get is a lot of hate. Okay. It's bad enough that we get cursed out. Especially when you work on the night shift, you get cursed out like crazy. I don't know why, but night shift. When I worked night shift, I, I was constantly cursed out at. <laughs> and it's going to happen again because I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to go back nights. Okay? Uh, it looks bad. We're going to look like sellouts because this guy, to be honest, I don't give a fuck what he did. 
But if he, they say he was a terrorist, well, you know what? Then it looks bad. All right? Just pull your fucking people out of there. Forget the damn parade and just concentrate on your fucking members. You got the same people. You got the same people who just want, they just want, the, they, they love getting their pictures in the paper. I don't know, I don't know what, I mean, without this job, if they lose that job, they'll probably commit suicide because they love the recognition. But they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, but once again, whoever, whoever shows up to that parade is, is, is a sellout. You know? You talk about sellouts, those are sellouts. He said cool. Okay, but like, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, the spics then or something. Man. But yeah, I mean, it's wrong. It's wrong to be marching. The cops pulled out Univision, which is the, the biggest Latin uh, conglomerate there is. They pulled out. Even Cuomo finally got his act, act together and pulled down. So yeah. why these guys don't want to pull out? It's and, 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 and it's going to cost them money to participate. $5,000. Yeah, see? You know? it, why you go waste that money? Yeah, spend it, spend it, donate it to kids, you know? Donate yeah. it for something. And you know, yeah. when is the Puerto Rican Day Parade? It's um, I the 16th. Yeah, the 16th, right? It's usually the middle of June, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. 16th. But I had this conversation with Tramiel earlier. We were on the phone. I was saying how, you know, from based on LM2s, you know, what reps make what money. Now, you're talking about reps selling their soul to Samuelson for a hundred and something thousand dollars. Now, depending upon what, t- if you're in the scheduled apartments and buses or RTO, you can make that shit on the road. And my thing is, I told him that it's not worth selling my soul for a hundred and five or hundred and ten thousand dollars salary exactly. when I can when I, I can come to work and make that shit. But they don't want to work. But the, exactly, and that's the problem. They don't want to work. They don't want to do nothing. Hmm. Which is absolute proof. But I'm saying to myself, just how? How do you sell your soul for that? You know. Unfortunately, some some people right got low 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 um, priorities. Man. I mean, the thing it's is that the, the, no, yeah, the, the average person makes them makes almost seventy thousand, sixty nine thousand dollars. In order to sell your soul, you got to have one first. You have yeah. to have one, right? <laughs> they yeah. ain't got one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you had Steve Downs. Yeah, I listened to that show with Steve Downs and Tucson. Okay, from last year. Yeah, yeah and Downs sold sold the soul. I mean, he, he talked so much. He, he, he said that. If we want to make $100,000, a train operator can make $100,000, same way he's making $100,000. But the difference is the train operator's working while Downs is sitting on, a, on his chair for a couple of hours and heading home. Yeah, he did his job, but now he's just skimming off the top. Well, oh, he's retired now. Yeah, so no, basically it's the idea of you know, getting their retirement, you know, getting his pension on top of the union salary. You know? Yeah, he's living large. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, and, but and, he got, and he got a house in France. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, stuck, he's stuck on that one. I heard that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you oh, see, my, yeah, you see my point? He, he tried to compare yeah. his salary to the, a train operator who has to work X amount of hours just to make 100000 Spend time away from his family. Exactly. You know, and holidays. And I mean, we, they sacrifice a lot. These guys aren't sacrificing anything. They. I doubt they work nine to five, five days a week. I mean, we know Fridays, you can't find any of them around. Um, Only Fridays? Well, uh, just... (laughs) (laughs) But uh, also, um, during election time, that's the only time we see them. You don't see them anywhere. I haven't seen... You know, I've only seen one rep in in other years here. He came at night, and I was shocked. Well, rep that was. uh, He was the guy who, who, who... who countered my Puerto Rican argument because he wants he wants to uh, walk in the parade. You, you know what? I, I just just realized. You know, um, I I seen guys that they 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 said they was reps, but they they didn't act like it to me. They they didn't 
they wasn't knowledgeable about anything, but you know, but they said they were rich. They had cars and everything but too. This, this you is know, the they were passing out cars. They said, call them, call them for, call you for what? You know, you don't even know what the policy is for. Oh, I saw you post up the other day the policy for um, uh, uh, taking um, what's it called that? Um, you know, when you take a break, man, take a nobody break. Never, nobody never posted that because <laughs> that, was, that policy don't exist. It, it, because it, it, it exactly. does. It does. It, 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 in buses, it does. If it happened, um, I'm working on getting that. I got to get it. I okay. Get it and and, and, and stations now, uh, I'm, they, it, it's, it's so, it's nothing really written in, in the contract or in the rule book or nothing, really. Yeah, it. it's not. It's not, it's not it's, nothing. It's but not we had memos put out the, about it. Now, I remember the time the news had it that you, you better have, you got 10 minutes to go to the bathroom. You know, you better do whatever you do in 10 minutes. Now, that, that there was only a, a memo that was put out. But like I said, you go through your rule book and, uh, and you go through the contract. There's no, no specific uh, 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 anything pertaining to um, taking a... Um, what you call that? Comfort. Comfort. comfort? Now, yeah. now, <laughs> now, speaking of those, right? <laughs> take a while comfort. It's, right. While it's fresh in my mind, either some, I believe somebody posted a news video of a conductor. Um, it's it's a black guy with long dreads. He he was um, basically he he's going through the motions right now because he's always he was always taking a comfort break. You know, in between the lines. That's old. That's old. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. He works on the B line now. Oh, okay. But basically, he went through the motions, and you know, they were trying to they were trying to fire him, or they were trying to. What were yeah, they, they trying were to? trying to fire him, but he he had a some type of medical issue. Okay. They had to take out his, some of his intestines or some craziness like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And he blamed it on not being able to use the bathroom, being stuck on the train, mm-hmm. something something like that. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Trying. Okay. All right. Yeah. But, but 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 basically that's what you gotta now some now there are you know but the topic came up in the group because somebody posted and said that you know they uh it was a female that went to go get some pills and some pads went to go buy some you know some pads for themselves so basically that's a um you know I, I spoke I speak to supervisor and they said that you know when it comes to the female issues it's a touchy issue so you got to be careful when it comes to you know uh. You know, taking personals and stuff like that, even though you may be frustrated, you know, because now you got to put them in place afterwards and all that nonsense. But, you know, basically, uh, it's not contractual. It's, a, you know, basically, you know, members need to know you can't go and buy a cup, a cup of coffee or you can't, you, you know, basically, it's a, 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 a personal is not there for you to. Going Kmart about and, and but there's no definition some. of a comfort. A comfort is see, just a comfort. See, now I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show you if you were if dealing you, with if, smart people. If you were dealing with smart people, tomorrow morning I'd be on the phone with labor relations and asking, "Listen, we got to sit down. We got to come up with a decision on what we are going to consider a comfort. I asked them. How much I time and blah. And they didn't have an answer. Okay, and then what I the would union do had if, one answer. If you and don't the labor have relations one, have one answer. then you can't bang my members then. Well, I know that for for instance, there that's was what a, you said, right? If there's you, if, child, you put them on the spot, then then you can't bang, bang my members, right? Then let them come at you with with with, with your neck with their next move, and you def- and then you be, be prepared for that. Then first, their first next of all, move. Man, but we're going to come to a conclusion exactly. somewhere 
in the middle. But 15 minutes, whatever it's going to be. Because there's no written policy. It's like, okay, exactly. if, if there's a written policy, then okay. But basically, you have to come out with a written policy or bulletin talking you about it. You just said it was. I mean, there is. I, I got to find it. There's a, no, a, a there's no, it's, it's not there's one. No, there's no definition it's not one. of comfort. It's not. You know, they try to make it seem like it's only for the it's bathroom. He, it's hearsay. Yeah, it's, it's only hearsay. for the bathroom. Yeah, we, well, we had one that was in, that was out there for that, and which they said 10 minutes, and, and that was, you know, with, to me was ridiculous. 10 minutes? In bus, really? In buses, Let me tell you minutes. something. You got stations. Let's take, for instance, I'm going to give you a good station right now as a good example. The G-Line... The booth sits in the middle of, of, of the station, and they got long, you know, the G-Lines, them are huge stations, well, the, the Mets and so forth. Well, the IMG, you take, yeah, yeah you could, you taking two, three minutes, close to four minutes just walking to a bathroom, as it is. And you talking about 10 minutes? Get out of here. You can't make a call like that that it's going to be no 10 minutes. You got booths that, okay. You got booze that uh, you go in um, uh, Upper Manhattan. You got to go around, uh, around walls and walk down long walkways and everything mm -hmm. to get to the bathroom. It's not like the bathroom is like you walk out the booth and it's right there. Mm -hmm. you, I mean, you got to walk away. It's two, a, three. You're going to yeah. kill three, four minutes. I know those stations, yeah, because you got At to, least. They, they rely on the elevator for the so people how to you get go, out. Right. So like, how you like going to tell them, the tell them about you got 10 minutes? Get out of here. That's why I said people making decisions and you're not in the system. Why don't you at least be courteous enough to ask the station agents, what is the situation out there on the road? Bring in a couple of station agents to sit down and discuss it and, and, and then come to a conclusion. Oh, what is, what's, what's the, dis, difference, the distance between the booth and, 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 and the bathroom on the average station? And but, didn't take it from there. But they're not going to do that. You I'm know just the saying, if you, I, can, I know if you cared that. about your workers, if you, if you would really... do that. Or your union would do that. Get your behinds out there and do that. What y'all do? Well, what y'all do? That's a yeah. matter of fact. That is your job. Y'all should be out there judging that and, and coming back to management and say, listen, this is the average uh, distance. Because I'm going to give you a prime example of what you just said. Now, in buses, right? This is what was said in the shop gate. I never forgot this, right? Those wheelchair lifts are in the front, right? Yeah. Those ramps, okay. If the ramp has a strap, a, a, this was an arbitrator's award. It was the arbitrator supposed to be like 80 years old or something like that. But if the ramp does not flip out when you hit the button, right, then you ought to get up and manually pull that ramp up if they have a strap. So uh, this is according to the arbitrator who's supposed to be 80 years old because he did it in an enclosed environment more than likely, and he was he was able to do it. So he said, if he was able to do it, then any young person is able to do it. But he probably didn't want the new up. buses, did he? Exactly. Probably yeah. one of the new buses in an enclosed environment, but not in a situation where you're outdoors. Right. You got snow a lot of snow and yeah. inclement weather. You got a line of people waiting to get on the bus yeah. and all that. So that's what I mean by say again, these decisions are made and you're not out there in the trenches and you know you're not out there on the road in the trenches you know what i'm saying yeah. so but i will leave the comfort thing alone because then this union might specify that a comfort is just to take a leak no they said they specifically said it's for anything you know uh, no, RTO, yeah, they they i know that anything. but what they're going to say if you if you try to get a definition from them they work with management so well that they're probably <laughs> they're, they're probably just narrow to just taking a leak and so see and, and i don't believe that um, you know, about especially on buses, pulling, put, putting you out of service. I mean, 
pulling you and trying to fit you back in because if you get pulled out of service for something, where's the same um, worry about putting you back in place and all this other stuff? There's no back in place once you get taken out of service. That's it. What was saying again? Because you, you were said- saying that um, if you if you do something on the line or you take a comfort or whatever it may be, they got to worry about putting you back in place and stuff like that. Right. But if you get in trouble, there's no putting you back in place. <laughs> it, it, how the run is replaced. You know what I mean? Somebody take it as the ABD or, you know, as a band, whatever the case may be, how is it replaced? Management make excuses for what benefits them when it's made to benefit them, not the membership. Well, in buses, if they take you out of service, it's, it's got to be for a safety. It's usually for a safety violation. It's like if they're giving you a violation for running hot or a, a violation for a comfort or something like that, then no, you're going to continue in service. But you got the violation waiting for you when you get back to the depot. How long you know they saying? got the if they threaten you with a violation? How long they got to give it to you? On paper, how long do they have? Yeah, I don't know. Um, you, same thing that's in the contract, I guess. Five Thirty days. days. Thirty days. Thirty yeah. days. Yeah. From the from the time of uh, it's written in the contract. From the time of them finding out and hearing and not knowledge, having knowledge of the incident, they got thirty days to write you. So it's like that in buses too. It's like that in buses too. Yeah. But usually that shit get done right away. The violation, yeah, they, they, violation they, gets back to the depot. They 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 write it up. The boss gets it. So it's usually the, you know. the, the violation be waiting for you when you get there. That's right. <laughs> and, 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 and then depending on the violation, that motherfucker will be there before you clear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. People are something else, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but. <laughs> but I, I just want to switch things a little bit. Um, I got to talk about Samuelson again. He, he's my favorite today. Um, <laughs> in 2012, I think it was 2012, he said that to, to Mr. Leota, who was running the MTA. Leota, okay. yeah. This is what he said. This is what Samuelson, I'm quoting him. This is from the chief. Leadership starts at, the t- starts at the top. It's really easy for a rich guy, a guy making 340000 to say that working families are TW local 100 should sacrifice. Let him make fifty-five thousand a year and see if he thinks he can. Excuse me. See if he thinks he can. He deserves a raise at the end of the year. Uh, shit, I made less than forty thousand last year. Of course, I deserve a fucking raise. Well, what's two, that? What, two point one four percent. Samson made three hundred thousand. What's that movie? Trading places. Trading places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now yeah. Samson making three hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He forgets. He forgets. Right. And he forgot. Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. He's telling. He's telling the membership. That makes the average of fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars based. You yo. need to put that in the group. Post that in the group. Post that in the it, group. You got the actual clip? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll get it. I'll yeah, the article. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll send it to you guys. Yeah, yeah. Post yes, it. Yes, please. You know, because basically, <laughs> you know, he forgot. He's coming around selling a contract, talking about inflation and cost of living is the same thing. <laughs> yeah, right. He said that out of stupidity. Out of stupidity, of course. Out of lack of knowledge, because this is the same guy that said once again, "I like to beat lawyers at Scrabble." <laughs> Lawyers ain't playing Scrabble, fool. Yeah. They playing chess. Who playing Arthur Swartz? <laughs> right, yeah, right, right, yeah. Well, he, he's also the guy who And his that. son, right? He's also the guy. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a low blow there, but Yeah, that's a real good shot. Yeah, son. He's also the guy in November that claimed that inflation was 1.6% when in reality it was 2.4%. Uh, he also said that our raises will be well above inflation. Well, so far inflation's been at 2.4%. Okay, since we ratified this contract, uh, 2.14% is actually lower than 2.4, isn't it? Well, Unless my the, math is wrong. Well, the, the thing is this, with inflation. You got to predict inflation. He can't say, 
he based his inflation off of the past inflation, not the moving forward inflation. Right. Because let's just say 2018 inflation is 3.5%. But he had to know that the economy was getting better. We all knew that. I mean, the economy is not exactly where it was in the, the early 2000s, but he, he knew. I mean, come on. The guy's making 300000 a year. He can't look on the internet like I did and see what, what Kipling is, what the Wall Street Journal, what uh, uh, Forbes magazine was saying, that inflation is actually going to creep up to 4%, not counting um, food and, and, uh, and gasoline. Well, that, that's cost of living. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, it's yeah. really... It's, it, no, that, but that... But, yeah, it's, but it's a correlation. That, so that falls under cost of living. Right. But, I mean, also, I also mentioned prior to the ratification that rents in, in Manhattan last year, they went up, not in Manhattan, but in New York State, they went up 10.3%. 10, 10 the year before, it went up 10.9%. Now, I don't live in New York because I can't afford to live in New York. I live in Jersey, but guess what? A lot of New Yorkers are moving to Jersey, and everything's going up there now. That's including me. <laughs> yeah, Jersey, Pennsylvania, yeah, yeah. And it's sad. You know, and Brooklyn... It's not like what it was 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, Brooklyn is another is, is worse than Manhattan. They said it's the one of the, the most expensive city. Well, yeah. I used to live in Jefferson Street in Brooklyn, and that that, that was a dump. That was my first apartment 20, 25, yeah, 25 years ago. It was a dump. They had a crack house across the street, but it was my first apartment. And I bet you that I was only paying 300 bucks for a five-room apartment. I wonder how much it's going for now. It's easily 3000 No, about a million. Yeah, I was mm. looking at a house over there, and it was a million dollars. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Wow. Jefferson and where? Uh, Nick well, yeah, Nickabock, wasn't Nickabaca? it? Nickabaca? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, I know the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. wow. Dump. It used to be a dump. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most of Brooklyn was a dump. Yeah, well, and they about I grew to say, in Brooklyn. I just seen an article that said um, East New York would be like the sixth borough. Yeah. They're about to rebuild that. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're rebuilding all that. You know, they're building up all that over there, Spring Creek, to, um... What you call it? Um, over there by Gateway Mall down there. Yeah, over there you know, eventually. Avenue. So what are they going to do? And, We're all going to move and live in a, in a community? Eventually, they're going to have to do some kind of infrastructure work out there because right now, most of um, the houses that they built out there, they, they um, have um, solar panels on them. That's how they're getting their electricity and everything. They Most of all the things that they're, they're um, you know, essentials are, are being run, run by um, solar panels. Yeah, that, but the, the electric companies is offering that now, and they're giving you actually a discount on your electric. Yeah. Like Con Edison and them is offering that. It's real, it's real crazy. Yeah, they, they, they're eventually going to have to do a lot because they expanded out there so far that basically um, the essentials, they're going to have to build a precinct out that way. They're going to have to build fire out that way. Close enough for them people that's going to eventually... Uh, you know, uh, they, after they build that area up, they're going to have to have, you know, they, services they out there. They ain't going to need no precinct, no, they because, need the, the precinct because the people who going to be out there are going to be good-behaving people, people who make a whole bunch of money. Well, yeah, they'll have no, like yeah, a private... So, you get a fight out of them every now and then. Yeah. It ain't going to be an arrestable one. <laughs> no, no, no. It'll be, it'll be like Spring Creek Towers. You'll get out a there. fight out of them on a Friday or something. They'll have a private security force just like Spring Creek Towers. Yeah. And, and and you know, yeah. but no, they don't need a precinct. The seventy fifth precinct covers a lot of ground. They cover two zip codes, and that's one of the worst precincts the worst, in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Who who who? Seventy fifth. Seventy fifth over there on Fifth Avenue. And, no, 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 Sutter Avenue. Sutter. Oh, seventy fifth. And yeah, all oh, right. In New York. And, yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and yeah. Too, so. I was about to say, said that's seventy six over there on Fifth and um, mm -hmm. by Bergen. But yeah, um, 
<clears throat> yeah, they're gonna have to uh, uh, expand services out that way for for the people that live out there. But but um, I, I wanted to uh, mention this issue. Uh, I seen people had uh, uh, tried to hit me up on this issue about the uh, this assault of this supervisor that I work with. You know uh, the issue that uh, happened with uh, Joe and uh, a supervisor, Joe, Joe Bermudez. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, and my thing about that is, is this here: um, uh, uh, the, we actually have uh, TA claims it has uh, zero tolerance for violence on uh, in the workplace, and I think it should be you know, uh, something that needed to be really discussed within our union as well. Because um, management doesn't have to deal with people, uh, any type of rep or anybody that's that's violent towards them as well. Now, you assaulted one of them. Now, you think you, you'll be able to represent or deal with management uh, after that? You know, I, I agree with that. And as a matter of fact, Joe mentioned it the other day. Joe Bermudez mentioned it the other day that he couldn't go to the arbitration hearing because he wasn't allowed there, but he didn't elaborate. So I guess he right now he's in lame duck status because he can't help us if they don't want him on, on transit property. So how is he supposed to fight for us if he whenever he fights? But how is he supposed to fight for us if they don't want him around? So, I mean, the union has to do something about this. Yes, and 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 that's and that's something that uh, 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 that need to be discussed because you're you're paying him a salary and basically he can't do his work. So, the bottom line is that uh, 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 sitting back and and trying to use okay when I was when it was brought up to Derek I brought it up to Derek I said now. You say now, 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 now you have a problem because not only is the fact that he assaulted the uh, the, uh, the supervisor, the supervisor has a lawsuit against the union. Number one, because the first thing came out of their mouth when it happened came out of TA's mouth was this the fourth incident of him assaulting somebody. So that means you've been running around and letting this loose cannon run around here until he did that next assault, right? And now. All of a sudden, everybody want to batten down the hatches now mm-hmm. because everybody want to run for covers. All of those that were irresponsible in the beginning when they should have took a no-nonsense no stance from the first time, all of a sudden, now you let four incidents go by now. And, 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 and I mean, well, with this being the fourth one, and now everybody's up in arms about it now? Well, you know what? You make a good point because today I was listening to Progressive Action. I was listening to the show with you and... Um the heavy set guy, what's his name? Um, oh, Maurice, Maurice Jenkins. Jenkins. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh-oh. And Uh-oh. That, Joe Bermuda's, Maurice actually agreed with you. He said that Joe has, he runs at the mouth and that there's been problems with him. And um, so this has been, I mean, I don't know when that show was recorded, but I guess it was some time ago because Maurice was. Oh, that was last, that was Last year. So, last yeah, year? So, so, that was sometime last year. Yeah, yeah, so it hasn't been like this just happened. So there's been knowledge that Joe has gone off the end, the deep end, and attacked people. Um, unfortunately, they have kept it either quiet or they just shoved it under under the rug and say, you know what, let's wait. Hopefully, he'll cool down and nothing, 
you know, nothing happened. He, he'll behave. And unfortunately, he still hasn't behaved. He's still... Uh, the bottom line, though, is this. When you're not that intelligent, that's what you result to, being physical. When, yeah. when you can't out-talk or convince people to listen to you because, you know, whatever you're trying to say, then you become physical. When somebody is smarter than you and you, and, 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 uh, you can't either out-talk them or you're not smarter than them and you can't hang with them in a good conversation, that's what you want to do. Okay, let's fight now. That's, that's, the, that's the level we go to then, you know, because, you know, we point blank is like um, uh, 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 Braun has always been recognized as being, you know, too intelligent the, the, as, a, as a means to, you know, get your point across. You know, I've always been been told, said that, you know, people that use uh, uh, their physical, their brawn was, you know, because they wasn't that sharp. I mean, the analogy goes goes well in this case with, with the individual in question. You know, we're not, you know, we're not, we know he's not that intelligent, you know. He, he's not, he's not no Einstein or no nobody of that nature. But then that goes for the, the, everybody that I've, I've seen uh, in the union that, uh, they're not. They're not that sharp. I mean, they. They. Um. They basically. Um. More so trained to. Uh, to. Uh. To, to, to distract and and to mislead the members instead of like actually doing some real work, like read a, a book. You know, <laughs> if if they was to read a book, I. Uh, you know that. That would be in a, just an improvement in one phase of our union. If yes, they should give out books. Don't the, maybe maybe the members should give out books to the union reps. <laughs> you know, read this, and then if you don't read this, we we, we suspending you for sixty days or some shit like that. You, when I, I'm gonna give you a test on it too to see right. if you, are, are you gonna run against Joe Bermuda's next election? Am I gonna run against Joe? I, I, you know what? Like, let me tell you something. Some people been taking some dirty shots at me, man. They've been telling me to go on and retire, right? <laughs> and somebody had the nerve to post my age like that meant something. Todd posted my age the other night. You 63, man. Why? You know, listen, Todd, I could do what you do twice as hard and better than you at 63. You just hope you get to be 63, son, okay? <laughs> now, get to, get to that. Get to that. I hope you hear this. And I'll tell you, you know, he had the nerve to go back to the guys in Refuge and say, yo, man, the angry black man is coming over to, to Refuge. Yeah. Are oh, you picking well, Refuge training? I'm going I'm, I'm to pick it because they got 31 hours overtime, right? And he said, yo, he going to work me. Like, you, you, you really are? Because last I checked, the superintendents and the supervisors over there are the ones that give out the job. So you're saying you going to work me. Listen, I can outthink you. See, you're not going to ever outwork me or outthink me. So I want you to hold on to that because what he know what's going to happen is the minute that I walk in that locker room, all that popping his collar and all them stories he's been telling that, oh, management want to make me a supervisor. You too dumb to be a supervisor. <laughs> you too damn dumb. How you going to tell my management want to make me a supervisor? I said, Let, just make you a supervisor? You ain't got to take a test? <laughs> <laughs> these these cats, you can't make this shit up. I'm telling you. And then you want to try to talk about how I, I respond to people. I get, they say, uh, that, what, they say arrogant. Yeah, they say uh, I'm, I'm arrogant, right? That that is the only a, a, a means of trying to say, yo, he 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 just I just be all in your shit. 
That's all it is. I be all in your ass because you can't tell me no bullshit and that and tell me to pull up an umbrella because it's raining. I know your game. Your shit is weak, right? Just like he complained when uh, Kelly came over there when it was complained about overtime. See, that's all they want pop their collar about. They want to try to control their overtime over there, right? And they're trying to control about how many people know about how much overtime is over there. Mm -hmm. Like one cat put up there when I told Todd he couldn't pass the real sanitation test. That one guy put up there talking about he was insulted because he thought I was insulting him. I said, you wasn't even in the thread. So why is you up here? Well, you know, but I, I do more lifting and make six figures. He put two, two remarks up there after that remark and one more after that. And somebody must have called him and said, don't tell everybody we make six figures over here because all our asses will be picked out of here. <laughs> okay, they all be picked the hell up out of there. But my point is this. If I wasn't speaking to you, don't get up in here and try to, you know, and try to call yourself trying to, you know, uh, uh, help Todd. Because I'll take on both of you. You know, and and and, and it's just like I if you really listen, cats will tell you, I I got some words for you. For for folks that, you know, I ain't got to go to MFs and all of that there. I got some words for you. That that'll that'll make you sit, go go sit down somewhere and say, you know, let me at least find out if that's a real word he just said. <laughs> he just called me some shit just now. These cats, they need to just shut up. They need to shut up. But I I, I would hope a lot of cats get get you know. The thing is, these guys these guys are uh, keyboard warrior. What they call keyboard warriors? Keyboard gangsters. Yeah. Yeah. Keyboard, and, and they keep trying to say that. I, the, I said, and I tell them all the time. What I say on this page, I'll say to your face. I'm just saying it here now because this is the only way I could get to your ass. But <laughs> if I see you, it will not change. Mm -hmm. The same way when Derek got up there and Derek said the same thing. I said, listen, Derek, no, no. You say, I'll say the same thing to your face. He went back to some old shit last year about doing the time of the contract about the Long Island Railroad thing. See, a lie is a, a see, I, I need, see, he needed to find out what the definition of a lie. He's talking about you lied about the, the Long Island Railroad. No, a lie is knowing something but not telling the, the, the truth about it. You, you, you know, telling us telling up. I just took the information that I got from Google, that I Googled, and I got it still in my phone to prove it, that, that no, I went by what I saw on the internet. So if I made a mistake, that's what it, what it comes under, a mistake. But you know, for them, they, they want to throw the dagger. Oh, you lied. Yeah, you lied about a lot, of, a lot of shit, too. You lied about being a fake VP. You want to know what's crazy? <laughs> like, when I speak to Derek, and, and we brung you up one time, he's not really that mad at you. So, so yeah. He, no, we saw it. Wow. He, he's, but he's not. But he don't have no animosity uh -huh. towards you because I even told him. I said you should release Staley for something, and he wasn't against it. One person who he don't like, I'm not gonna say, but he definitely not doing anything for them. But he wasn't mad at you too much, uh, and I, I don't I, understand why. Like y'all just need to have a conversation and move on from there. Trust me. Yeah. Now, let me just say this. He came out okay. One time it was a little heated between us. He came right, came on the station. He came with him, Richard, and 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 and, and um, uh, Rodan. They came on the station I was working on, right? So he said, so he said, Stanley, I want to talk with you for a minute. We talked. He said, listen, I don't want you to curse me out on Facebook no more. Blah blah blah. I said, okay. 
Okay, I won't curse you out on Facebook, right? But the, there was a young lady that I worked with. He said, yes, he will. He's going to curse you out again because you're probably going to say something and you're going to set him off and he's and he going gonna to curse you out again. But like I tell him, listen, don't lie on me and I won't tell the truth on you. That's all. <laughs> don't lie on me and I won't tell the truth on you because that's all I am. I'm, I'm not telling no lies on these cats. I'm calling it like it is. I don't think, I don't think they're bad guys. They just do a bad job. That's it. You know? No, I think I, think, I don't think they're bad. No, no, some, think, no, no, no some of these people no, are fucked up. No, well, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, like no, Linwood. No, that's the no, retarded no, motherfucker. No, that motherfucker. Listen, let me tell you something. If it was an issue of IQ between him and the monkey, the monkey would win. Oh shit! The monkey would win. Let me tell you something. These people are bad. Why? Let me tell you why they're bad. Because our livelihood is in their hands. That's the bottom line. Yeah, bottom line. Well, and I'm my saying. thing is this: you asking for it to do a job. At least, if you're not educated in doing doing the job, why are you in there? Be educating yourself and let people see your improvement yeah. and your desire to yeah. represent us properly. Don't just get up in there and just you know and give us the bull. I mean, cause I remember sitting there at the count, how everybody Belinda Peak and all that was around Crystal, right? And and to hear the things that I hear about Crystal, none now, of them, none of them mess with her now. Yeah, I'm 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 really sure it shows you that if you don't go there in there strong, right? You you you'll get caught up in the, in the in the web and you'll end up just like everybody else. No, she was always one of them. Remember, she ran with Samuelson and them in 2012. I didn't I didn't know about your uh, yeah I didn't know about that. Yes, okay, she right. ran with Samuelson in 2012. But I tell this to any and everybody that always talk about Staley this, then that Staley ran this, and that. Listen, bottom line is this: when I I get in that union, if and when I get and if I ever get in that union, I'm gonna walk in and walk out the door the same way I walk in. I'm not coming out on my knees. I'm not coming out <laughs> embarrassed, or I'm not coming out with 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 shit on my nose. None of that because that ain't me. And and that's why a lot of people fear me because I listen, you're not going to I I I can't I'm not a good dancer. A girl told, told a friend a friend of ours the other day they they, they they were talking about going out and dancing and all that. He says, no, Staley's a good dancer. I said, no, I can fake it. I can fake dancing when I'm out there partying now. But like I tell you, I can't dance. And I'm gonna tell you, when you trying to make me dance. You get the evilest motherfucker you ever see that come out of me because, <laughs> listen, I'm going to call you out and I'm going to put you in. And if you're going to send me, you know, if you're going to, like, try to badmouth me publicly, like, like, take, for instance, Artie. Artie, me, I can't stand Artie. Artie, no. <laughs> Artie, no, I can't stand him. You know, Artie is garbage. And I'll tell you why. And I'm going to be point blank about why I do and say the things I do about Artie. Artie was in the union for a minute, right? Uh, after that, yeah, he tried to run. It was a day when I was walking. It was me. It was Artie, Paul Piazza, and somebody, and they were making jokes about Artie being the spin doctor. You know what a spin doctor is? You know what a spin doctor is? Yeah, 
the same thing that the communications department do. They take information <laughs> and turn it around. Yeah, yeah. So they were super arty up. Now I'm looking at this. It looked like he's mildly retarded or dyslectic or some shit. And he just standing there smiling like like he was reaping praise upon him, talking about you the spin doctor, Artie. You could you could tell it. And that that stuck in my head. And and then one day when it came to came to some real facts. Artie posts the wrong facts up there. And when I came to him and when I corrected him on it, he was mad. And from that day on, and then he sits there and talk all the garbage he's up, but yet and still you came to meet and asked me to run in, a, in, in an election with you. But I told you what I was told by the union. If Artie would have ran that year, plus I can't run with dumb people either. I, that's, you can't insult me and you, and you above me too? No, hell no. They they said, damn, he he got dumb dumb Artie up at at the in the VP spot. And what he what what he gonna be doing? But anyway, that's is my thing with him. Just recently, we had a post that put up where it was talking about the layoff of the cleaners and minimum staffing. So I said there was never no numbers established for a minimum staffing. And I was correct. You know what he did? He went right into the contract and pulled up the numbers for the WEP program. Now, me, now the average person might as well say, I think the number was 2,885. When I looked at the number, and he had the nerve to post the provision in which the number came from, and I looked it up because I got a contract in my phone, in my tablet, and I got a hard copy. Looked it right up. I said, Arnie, you just posted up there the numbers with, along with the regular cleaners in the WEP program combined. 285, that's the, that's the number slash that was a lot. So when I put it up there, you know, they always make an excuse when they get caught out there with, with, the, with the wrong facts. Oh, you know, it could have been, no, shut up. Because I feel a certain way about you because you sit there and holler, vote for me, vote for me, vote for me. And you're giving the information, you're giving the wrong information to people. You see, at least I could say one thing. If I tell you something, I could tell you where to go look it up at. You see, I always tell people, listen, gain your own strength by looking it up and you seeing it in black and white. That empowers you. You don't go out there and say, Staley told me this and this and this. I don't want you to do that because that's who's going to look at you and say, yeah, okay, get your dumb ass over here and we're going to do this. But if you read it for yourself, that empowers you. That's how you empower the workforce. The membership, yeah, of course. Well, yeah. That, of course. That's, that's our time to start wrapping up. Yeah. So... You, of course, you listen to the shows, and you know what we do every week. We uh, we we tell the guests to give the final word to everybody, and you know what you want to leave the people with. So, you're the you, you just you're here for the first time. So leave the leave the membership, leave the guests with the final word. Well, I just I'm gonna let you guys know that progressive action. I mean, that's what they're doing. They they they're action. You know, they're not bullshitting. They're trying to they're trying to empower everybody. Um, I actually I accidentally got on your website and I saw that we had similar ideas and similar similar thoughts. Um, I'm glad I did because now the union, these guys running, now they got to deal with the with the green eyed gap tooth monster, which is me. Okay, <laughs> so not only that, the, Staley was a one man show. Now they got a two man show, and we're gonna try to make it three, four, five, whatever. We we got to do something because otherwise we're just gonna be. I mean, we're going to be nothing. Eventually, we're going to be nothing. If uh, Pataki was voted governor, 
out of nowhere one time, a couple of years ago. Nobody expected him to win, and he, he served three terms. If a Republican gets in there, this union is dead, okay? Uh, that, this will be a right-to-work state, and that's what's going to happen. So people got to wake up because it's a right-to-work state. We're all fucked. So let, let's get together, work, to, work hard, and take care of each other. Well, that don't got nothing to do with the... Um with the current administration, they kiss ass. So no, no, no. I'm to. talking about as far as us being a right-to-work state. That's the um, Supreme Court justice. No, no, no. It's the governor. The governor can sign a bill. Remember, you have eight Democrats who are, but it's who, about who are to go. siding with the, with the Republicans in the, in the Senate right now, in the state Senate. So if, the, if we get a Republican governor, all he has to do is just sign a bill and make it a right-to-work state. It's going to happen before then. That's what this whole Scalia, Justice Scalia. No, no, that, that's if it's a federal, yeah, if it becomes federal, federal, go Trump everything. Yeah, but right now, twenty six states are right to work. Yeah. So that's that's more than half of all the states in America. So if we all it just takes is one person, we get one Republican in there, we're fucked. So we we all could lose our jobs. That's why we have to stick together. And this union needs to improve because not only are we going to be out of work, they're going to be out of work, and there's going to be misery around here. Yeah. You know, now that you bring that up, even though we got to go, I don't see federal law don't apply to every part of like contracts and, and sometimes policies overrule federal law. And being that we a union shop, part of our employment, we have to maintain um, paying our union dues. So it's going to be very interesting how that's going to work, because I, I don't know if the federal law is going to overrule the policy here or whatever the case is, because it's going to be real funny with transit. Yeah, I agree. Well, the thing, see, and I'm, I'm sorry this came up at the end like this, but there's a very important issue here because uh, uh, self-governed states, states that make their own money and, and, and generate their own revenue, uh, uh, there's a part in the Constitution that allows them to opt out from federal, certain federal laws. And... Um, Long as New York is taking federal money, then they have to abide by federal rules and regulations as well. Cool. See, yeah. but if that—that's the interesting part. Are they willing to say we're gonna? We are we gonna have enough money? Because right now, everybody claiming that there's a because of all this building, all this movement that's going on in the city. That's a lot more money here. Are we gonna be uh, 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 have are gonna claim enough money? to just to run the city and just thumb out, are they going to thumb their nose up to the government and say, you know, we are not going to, you know, uh, 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 go by the law that you just put in place and, and, and going to function and, 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 and going to continue to function without government funding. This state is not giving up federal funding. There you go. They're so, not giving so, that shit up. So, so, so if they're going to be taking federal money, then... Uh, uh, are they going to have to go by the law? It's going to mm -hmm. be an interesting next couple See, of years. See, that's the thing. The, the November is going to be very interesting. Hopefully, they don't. Hopefully, everybody votes down to have that state constitution. Yeah, the state constitution is going to be important. It's going to be. Convention, it's going right? to change. It's going to change the. Um, yeah, the state the the, the uh, it's going to change a lot of things, and the future of 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 the working class. In, in the city on pensions and other issues that is going to impact it in, in a big way. So if people are not aware of it and don't, and don't read up about it, they, they need to because it's going to be very important. It's going to, be, it's going to change uh, 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 decades of, 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 of uh, how, how uh, people pensions were done and how they were protected here in the state.
And just like just like Joe said, there's a whole lot of things. Um, school funding. Yep. Um, I mean, any any and everything. Infrastructure. All infrastructure. Of that. Yeah. All, all that. of that going to be affected. Yeah. Well, we we got to get out of here now. It's two o'clock. Yeah. All right. Gotta go. Um, progressiveaction.info for the website, the Facebook group, Progressive Action, the uh, Instagram, Progressive Action, and the Twitter. Please follow us on all social medias, including Twitter, because we we real active on there now. That's Progressive Act, A-C-T. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch y'all next week. Peace. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>